0: Together. Up and live your life. Well, good morning, Victor. It's good to see your face again. I'm glad you're healthy and strong. What, we're, what are we talking about today?
1: Yeah, so far so good. We know, and we've stood shoulder to shoulder with them on our platforms, that uh, people are calling for a general strike. We think this is a good time to call for a general strike. We know whoever is elected, we're not going to have someone... In the White House is going to support Medicare for all. So, we think a general strike is the way to go and make that demand. Problem is, whether it's Jimmy Dore or Kyle Kalinske, or to our knowledge so far, the Cooperation Jackson folks out of Jackson, Mississippi, aren't explaining how to organize a general strike. So, we've had conversations, and, and you come up with some very good ideas on how to operate. Organize support at the local level and what do i mean by support first people can't just go on strike this is what unions do they they support their workers while they're on strike they might supply a, a, a small stipend to help them get by and buy groceries things like that but that's not available there's no national organization that could do this other than the federal government and this is an important point it's the federal government that we're actually striking against. It's the (laughs) corporate state, not a single corporation, which is what we're used to with strikes, but the entire corporate state that we're calling on, that a general strike would be in opposition to. So they're obviously not gonna organize this for us. So how do you organize support, financial support for people? And we have two layers of of support. One uses social media, which is the last, Last thing to use if you have to use, and you have some good ideas. How to you How to get local unions to get behind a general strike? At least ask them. Why don't you go ahead and elaborate on how people out there supporting a strike or on strike can reach out to their local unions and ask them to support financially support a local uh, or a general
0: strike. If you're already a member of a union, then there are. Um, procedures in place for you to communicate with your leaders so find out what they are figure out what your email addresses are or your phone numbers of your union leaders and then say how can our union help support a general strike for example how can we support our own brothers and sisters in our own locals if we go on strike can we make sure that our war chest which should already be there, could be used if if we decide to go on a general strike and what the mamby pamby union leaders might say is well we don't support that and then you then you would have to put pressure on them by getting your other brothers and sisters involved and saying yes we do support this and if you are not on board then we need new leaders and it's not going to happen quickly but if if we could get the problem with our unions right now is that they're not really strong they're they're just playing patty cake with management. And the leaders are often more aligned with managers than they are with the rank and file. So um, I've been thinking about it since we first started talking about it yesterday. And, and I'm thinking maybe Wildcat com- combined with as many um, already formed unions would be the way to go. We almost have to Wildcat our own leaders. We almost have to say, look, we've already, they, they, the problem is they don't have their hands on the money. That war chest is controlled by union leaders. So without the union leaders being replaced, you almost can't get to the money. That all this has been going through my head overnight since we talked yesterday. I just, I mean, it's it is obviously a good idea to involve unions, but the more I think about it, we might have to do it a combination of involving the infrastructure of existing unions with a wildcat structure, which is um, what what we talked about with Facebook.
1: Well, explain what, what you mean by wildcat, because uh, I'm not a union guy, and I'm not sure what that means, and I'm sure other listeners probably don't know what you mean by that either.
0: While organizing is the key to successful labor actions, wildcatting is less organized. It's, it's a much looser structure. It's basically leaderless. So what happens with a wildcat strike, what happened in say West Virginia with, West Virginia is a red state and unions are not welcome there. So what happened is the teachers in West Virginia said, we're still gonna go on strike because we're being treated badly and our most importantly, our students are treated treated badly. And so we need to go on strike, whether it's legal or not, to make sure that our students get what they need. And so, you know, crumbling buildings, cr- uh, bad salaries, bad supplies, every, everything bad that, that you can imagine. And they said, we've had enough. We're not going to work. Whatever our leaders say, we're not going back to work until we get our few simple demands that we all agree on. And where, where the agreement happened was on Facebook pages. In West Virginia, they had face, main, one main page where they would coordinate the strikes. They'd say, are we working today? No, we're not working today. Okay. And the leaders, the union leaders had no... Not, I mean, you didn't even need a union. The, the union is de facto. The union is just all the fed-up teachers who all agree with, with each other. It looks a lot like what's going on in Brazil with a trucker strike, they all just, I mean, with or without Facebook, with or without text messaging, with or without any kind of coordination, there's just this organic groundswell of being fed up and we're, and we're not taking it anymore. And, and that's, that's basically what a wildcat strike is.
1: So what we don't know then before this thing even begins and and the date is May day, right? Anybody can start planning on, uh, beginning on May day. And if you, you don't have much food in your house, you might want to stock up because the key sector of the economy to really push, really push Congress and force them with leverage to act. If they don't act, then there's going to be chaos. And the reason there'll be chaos is if the workers of the food industry also join this general strike. So I mean, everyone, chefs, cooks, people who stock shelves, cashiers, uh truck drivers especially deliver the load you have in your truck drop it off drive the truck home and and let the owner know you're not coming back to work now there's let me just talk about that moment when you call in and you're not going to work there's several ways workers can do this in this COVID period you could call in and say i've been exposed to covid 19 i need to self-quarantine <laughs> that's a safe way to do it it's using deceit a lot of progressives don't want to use to see. So if you don't want to lie to your boss when you call in unwilling to work on May Day, then you're on strike. Then you may lose your job. So that's that's up to you to figure out how to how to actually undertake this. We don't want healthcare workers to do this. We're in a medical crisis. We're not crazy. We just, we, we, we need them, obviously, to continue their frontline support for this terrible health crisis we're in. And that's got to include also transportation. How are these people going to get to work in New York City? They have to drive, you know, ride the subway. So that, they can't go on a strike because they support health care and energy. How do you drive the trains? How do you drive your car? If you're a doctor in the suburbs, you got to get to the hospital. So you need gas stations. So those are the three sectors that we recommend not go on a strike. Now, I've been thinking about this for quite a while. And that's how this conversation be- with you began yesterday. How do nobody's organizing financial support? That's what this conversation is about. So from the wildcat, as you describe it, per, approach, which is, I think it's going to be pretty widespread. I don't think many unions are going to get behind this. I hope they do, especially the food unions, but let's assume they don't, or let's assume they do, but you don't have a union in your county or you don't have one in your village. So what we're suggesting is to use Facebook. Occupy Wall Street used Facebook. There were multiple pages of Occupy Wall Street Ithaca here locally, not pages, sorry, groups. Facebook groups. Some of them, you know, some of them had debates about one thing. Other ones had. We had Occupy the classroom was was a group. So we had different Occupy Wall Street had different approaches toward using Facebook. And what our recommendation is to use Facebook's. For several reasons, but one very specific set of Facebook uh, groups from all around the nation. If you're in a boundary, whether it's a community, a village, a town, a city, you can create a group, General Strike Support, and then the name of your town or city or village. Now, you might be in a city called Rochester, in which case you have to add your state because there's a Rochester, Minnesota, and a Rochester, New York. Springfield. So you build this you, you build this uh, Facebook group, and so you're an administrator of, of a group now. You're not going to have much of a role other than keeping your eye on people complaining about possible fraud. And this is th- yeah. fraud and con men is what makes this proposal fraught. That's why the getting the unions involved is a better idea, because they have experience at this, and presumably we can trust unions to distribute money that comes in And I need to talk about where that's going to come from to those on strike and in need. So you have a Facebook group and basically the administrator does one thing. He creates an announcement about what this group is for, right? So all posts are people asking for money. Strikers asking for money. So let's say you're a striker, but you just don't want to be on Facebook. Then you don't need the money. Let's say you're in the community and you don't like facebook you you'd rather use slack or you'd rather use a website to do this exchange facebook becomes a road sign then so that people can get on facebook and try to find general strike support danby which is where i live it's a town outside of ithaca yeah all right and maybe because we prefer to use a website and and have higher levels of vetting, or we just don't like whatever reason we don't want to use Facebook. Then all we have is an announcement on that group pointing to the website or pointing to Slack or pointing to where people can get support coupled with people making donations. Now, who's going to make donations? I for one don't need the money that the government just sent us. $1,200 per person. Many people, most people are still working. I would assume most people don't need. They want that money. Sure. I want to keep that money too. I want to spend it on whatever, but I'm willing to support a general strike. So I'll take, because they're going to tax us $1,200, I'll take a thousand dollars of that money and donate it to people on strike locally. Who? Who do I know I can trust using Facebook? Well, there's two ways to do this. One, I can look for friends locally. So when I know. That's good. And that way I don't have to vet the person. I know the person, I know he works at a grocery store. I know he, or she is on a strike. And I, and, and I invite them to this group, right? Cause in any group that you belong to, you can invite people. So you invite people to the group, you encourage them. Hey, if you need money, just post it here. I need $200 to meet this medical because I have a medical crisis and they won't see me if I don't have the money up front, Right? That's a need. That's a genuine need someone might need. So, Maybe someone donates hundred dollars and they write that in the comment. I donated this person hundred dollars. And then if you're a donor, because who's going to prevent fraud from taking place? The donors, the admins aren't going to have enough time to do this. The donors <laughs> themselves. So you write the person's name down and the date of that post. All right. If you go back, you can search any group. You can search on the right hand sorry left Left hand hand side there's a search bar so you can search that person's name that striker's name and pull it up a week from now after you donate the money and i'll talk about how to donate the money in a second you 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 bring that person up and if you look down and you see your comment your donation has been hidden by that person who posted because they can hide comments then you notify the administrator of that group and say, Hey, I think this person might be committing fraud because he's hiding my donation. Hopefully people won't do that. They can make several requests as long as they don't keep using the one request to get more and more money. So that, that's one way donors can serve as, uh, sort of the policing of this donor recipient or donor striker local
0: community action. You have been thinking about this, I can tell. Your wheels have been turning. You've been you've been really you know you're down into the nitty gritty details, and that's good, and that's all suggesting good suggesting there. But when you're an administrator of a Facebook group, I mean, everyone's going to have to be creative. Everyone's going to have to use their own brains here, because if it's a wildcat situation you you need it isn't like an army it's not like a um it's more like a guerrilla army as opposed to a typical army where you've got the generals and the corporals and the sergeants and the you know all the privates on down everybody in this movement is going to have to use their own brains and be creative and if you're in if you're the administrator of one of these facebook groups that's um that's trying to help people you're going to have that, that what you can keep suggesting is that don't give money to somebody unless you know them. And if these Facebook groups get started, I I also wanted to mention, and, and just briefly, and then we'll jump back to what, what, because obviously you're, you've been thinking about this and you have more to say about it. I just want to say that we have in on Facebook now, all these yard sales and estate sales and garage sales, all auctions, all kinds of Facebook groups are set up already geographically like you're saying by village by town and and with if you live in springfield there's a springfield in every state in the union so you have to figure out how to say it so that so that everyone knows which one you are but these groups are already there and even they could just be used or or as you said they could use their groups to show you where the the strike relief groups are but These groups are already out there and and they're already in every community by name. Like right now, you can, if you search by your town's name, you'll find a number usually for some kind of sales. And these are perfect for wildcatting because it's already there. And because you're not going to get, if you, uh, people who've started groups know you're not going to get 500 people in your group overnight. But these groups that already have 500 people or 5,000 people in, in maybe Rochester, I bet there are Facebook groups that already have 5,000 people. You could use their group, like, like you said, to, to tell people where the other groups are, but um, you could well, get, if we have to get this on the ground in two weeks, you could you could use the existing Facebook groups, um, you know, to, to help people.
1: You can. What's key is making it easy for people to find the, the local support group. The, you're, not, you're not necessarily going to go to a, a yard sale group looking for support. So it's key for the administrators if you want to use an existing group. And I, another category of existing groups that could be converted for this purpose is those supporting a candidate who's dropped out or you know not, not in the race anymore, whether it's you know, supporting Warren or supporting... Uh, Harris or supporting Bernie any candidate who's no longer in the running there that group can be converted but it's key to convert the name of the group so that people strikers can find you right you got to search general strike support and then the name of your town and then if it's uh, Springfield the city or the state Springfield Illinois Springfield uh, Mississippi or whatever. So people have to be able to find these groups. So it's incumbent upon the administrator for going to convert an existing group to change the name of the group. They can always change it back. Hopefully this thing's only going to last two, three, four weeks. And then they can always change it back to whatever it was before. There aren't too many lawn sales for now, right? People aren't aren't getting close together. So temporarily they could convert any group into a general strike support and then town and city or city and state name. Yep. so yeah that's that's a distinct possibility so one more <coughs> point about um, who you donate to because you suggested only donating to people you know but there might be strikers out there who you know maybe they're just lonely maybe they're uh, not lonely is not the right word maybe they're uh, it uh well it, uh, introverted maybe they're just you know, loners, right? They just don't have a lot of friends. They don't know people, but they're on strike and they they have needs. So what they can do, again, get on Facebook and reach out to people they know. Get friends, somebody who knows where they work and somebody who knows uh, that they're on strike. Why? Yeah. Because donors looking at somebody asking for a donation of 200 hours or for whatever can click on that person's name on Facebook, go to their page, Check out their page. That doesn't stop somebody from making a fake page and a fake address and a a fake, you know, job title and all that, but they can click on their friends. So if you're a striker and you're on Facebook, you better get some friends, reach out to friends, people who know you and can speak on your behalf. Again, the donors are going to have to do the vetting. Is This a legitimate request for, for strike help. And, and they're gonna to have to go to the person's page and click on their friends and ask their friends, hey, is Joe Blow work at Giant Food Market? Do you know if he's on strike? So that way, donors can take the time. Everyone's got time, right? There's plenty of time to do this sort of thing. So donors who wanna use that money coming from the government or maybe because there's candidates, a lot of people's candidates are no longer running for president. Instead of donating, the money that would have gone to a campaign, you can donate that money to support strikers. There's money out there to support a general strike. The problem is coordinating it. And and you're right, Ellen, the, the way to go is through a union, right? Because they have experience handling money, getting money from an account, whether it's from union dues or whatever, I assume that's where it comes from, to people, strikers who need money for whatever purpose that's their thing that's what they have experienced and and they can be relied upon if they're willing to join this general strike
0: before and i forget
1: at the community level
0: before i forget just quickly let me insert that they also besides union dues they also have um like in a teachers union they have older union members and younger who have young children and so they also say can you can you pledge $1000 it won't leave your hands, but can you pledge a thousand dollars to someone who needs it if they need it? And so then they have this other it's not even an account, it's just a, a spreadsheet that shows the donation the the pledges, the pledge donations, and then people can make the connections from that. Or they can actually put the money in an account and then with the understanding that it's gonna come back. So that gives you a lot of power and 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 also while I'm here this this solidarity in our communities, if we have communities that reach out the introverts as well, everybody has friends, everybody has people they know that can vouch for their character, that can vouch for their job and everything, this changes the fabric of our communities because they're it, communities aren't the same now as they were in the 1950s we don't have this connection to our neighbors and friends we we stay inside and watch TV and play on our cell phones we don't know each other like we used to and and just encouraging people to whether it's only on on Facebook you know instead of out on your front porch talking to people like in the good old days but but just connecting to each other, making sure that we're there for each other. This could change the entire fabric of our communities and make us more willing to help each other against a common enemy, which is neoliberalism.
1: Or the corporate state. That, that's the phrase that Chris Hedges uses. And there's a lot of people who have come to the conclusion with, with the defeat of Bernie Sanders' campaign again, that electoral politics is just not the way to go and that probably is the way it is right now it's just not working because the media is you know that's another point about this general strike you're not going to hear people this kind of conversation or this kind of interview on msnbc or (laughs) cnn you're not going to get the kind of strike support information they don't they don't want to strike they're willing to go along with the corporate state state because they're part of the corporate state so this is going to have to come from you know uh, media like Howl Underground and so forth, uh, and, and hopefully we can use this conversation to reach out to people like who are calling for uh, a general strike, and, and and share this these kind of ideas so that we can build an understanding of how to organize a general strike. Everyone's talking about general strike. A lot of people are talking about general strike. Nobody's organizing it. That's what really bothered me, and I realized wait, I'm an organizer, <laughs> yeah. how do we use social media to to help build this financial solidarity around a general strike? And, and that's where all of this came from. So I think we could just wrap this up with, with two recommendations to people watching. One, get start reaching out to your local unions. I know locally that we have two or three unions here. I can get on the phone, don't have to go door to door, don't have to go to their offices. I can actually reach out to them on the phone ask if they're willing to support a general strike and maybe you can elaborate being a union man yourself you can elaborate on that question that's one side and on the other side the wildcat side start either reaching out to local uh, candidate groups or if you can't get them to change the name of the group to support a, a strike a general strike for whatever reason start a group yourself that way you you know how it's going to be framed and you can set it up the way it needs to be set up so that in this group in this financial or sorry in this financial support group that has this very specific name that people can find general strike support city or city state or town state or village state whatever people got to be able to find you and then next time we have a conversation which will be before the start date of the strike may day then we can come back and elaborate more on the the two approaches, how how well it's going to get unions involved. And we need to start making some calls. Everyone needs to start making some calls, local unions, national unions. And and, and Alan, why don't you elaborate on how those of us maybe who have never been in the union can reach out to unions and ask them if they're willing to support General Strike at the community level.
0: The best way is to just get people you know already who are in the union, but if you don't know anyone in the union, then then you can just contact the union by their contact information. And it, it would be important for lots of people to do it because if the union, well, local unions chapters, I, I would guess that the smaller the chapter is, the more likely they'd be to wanna help with this. The, the other thing I wanna say is if you are donating to a political campaign Bernie's campaign took in small dollar donations from lots and lots of people who are poor or working working poor, lower income levels. And a lot of that money, it looks like it's just gonna be used to fund neoliberalism. If I were a Bernie Sanders supporter, which I am, and and a donor to Bernie, I would say, Bernie, instead of using that money to help Joe Biden, why not use your your war chest, your huge amount, huge amount of money that you have and help support a general strike? Why, why not yeah, say that's a great idea? I would and put it doesn't pressure have to be Bernie
1: Sanders. It can be yeah. anybody who ever gave lip service war, uh, Senator Warren to Medicare for all. I think we're, we're not in the position to elaborate on what these demands are. Uh, we can make suggestions, that, and Medicare for All is, is the obvious one because we're in a medical crisis. This is a, this is a crisis that's calling out for a new uh, healthcare paradigm in, in the United States. So, if you supported any candidate who uh, ever gave lip service to Medicare for All, ask them. To use what's left in their war chest to support a general strike. I think that's a good idea.
0: Yeah, we need to hold their feet to the fire. And if if you think about it, why did the why does the corporate state not want Medicare for all? Probably the biggest reason, the most dangerous reason, is because if we all had Medicare for all, it would that would be when you're trying to organize a strike, you're trying to talk to your fellow teachers saying. We need to go out on strike on this day. You need to be ready. The biggest thing they're afraid of is losing their health insurance. That's the biggest obstacle, especially for a young family with children. You're you're trying to say to them, "Well, you need to put your family's health on the line here and go on strike." And they're t- thinking about cobra, they're thinking about all the when when you're severed from your job, getting health insurance in our screwed up Obama world is you, you lose your job, you lose your health insurance. If we had Medicare for All that wasn't tied to our jobs, we would be a lot more potent and dangerous to the corporate state, which is why maybe that should be absolutely the first demand we make because then we get even stronger going forward. And one strike isn't going to do it. And a short strike isn't going to do it. If you, if you think about it, one Mayday strike, that's just getting the, the pump primed. Because what we really need is a series of crippling strikes that don't end until we get everything we need. You, you don't want to just kind of half halfway punch somebody. you got to punch them and keep punching them and, and go until they're not your enemy anymore. And that's what we need against the corporate state. That's what we need against the oligarchs. That's what we need against the people that FDR merely... Um, played patty cake with and left them in charge of everything. And that's why Ronald Reagan was allowed to rise up and screw us again. We need to make sure that we unscrew this permanently. And and so one, one or two strikes isn't going to do it. We need, And so this structure that you're talking about developing and building where communities are cohesive and they can help each other, that's a big, big threat to the corporate state. And if that's what comes out of this COVID crisis, that i'm not saying that it's worth it because of all the millions of people that are already um worldwide that have been lost but but that you that if you're looking for a silver lining that would be it that our communities draw together and learn to help each other against the the powers that that are trying to keep us all down
1: i agree with all that um this run this May Day strike first of all it's not just on mayday I, I i'm not sure what cooperation jackson has in mind it's, it, it strikes me that and, and they're not communicating with us yet but once this is published i will send them this conversation hopefully they can see the the, the seriousness by which we're thinking through the, the necessary support uh that would be required to to make a strike go more than one day. You're calling a one day strike. It's, it's symbolic, but if it starts on May day and continues until our demands are met, the demands are met, whether it's one or two or three demands, that is warm up. That is a a trial run. Yes. We're going to do this again and it's gotta be based on absolute necessities. What do we need besides healthcare? Well, at some point in the next year or two, according to the scientists, we're going to need to, uh, start the transformation from a fossil fuel energy sector to a post-fossil fuel energy sector, and and that's probably going to be the nature of a strike, especially if Trump is re-elected. But even if Biden's re-elected, you know his his uh, platform is is primarily lip service to climate change. So no matter who wins this election, it's going to ha- we're going to have to do this again. you uh, President Biden probably is going to be run by his cabinet because he just doesn't understand what the hell is going on half the time. He can't <laughs> complete a sentence without getting lost in mid-thought. But at any rate, he's going to have to be pushed. Whoever it is, they're part of this corporate state. Biden is a corporate tool. Trump is a corporation. Trump incorporated. So you're, you're right. This is going to have to continue again and again and again until we transform this corporate state into a democratic republic. and and maybe even more democratic than than a Republican kind of form of government. But certainly uh, uh, we have to, we have to, if we don't get control somehow of this corporate state and take matters into our own hand. And I think general strike is the way to go, especially again, food workers. That's going to bring, that's the leverage that will force Congress to act. If the food workers don't get involved with this, You know, they they can live with a rent strike. They can live with a a mortgage payment strike. They can live with strikes. I mean, we are on strike in many other sectors. I mean, all teachers are on strike, but it's, it's by necessity. So that's why it's important to bring in the food workers here because they're necessary. They are essential. And when you pull that link out of this chain, then this house collapses unless Congress meets the demand. So let's have a conversation. Let's get to work building these pages, these groups, these uh, Facebook groups and reaching out the unions. And we'll have another conversation in a week or so before may day. So we can sort of evaluate and see how things are going. And hopefully we can get other people starting to talk about how do you organize a general strike? That's what strikes me as so, so, uh, What's lacking is the ability or the willingness, the discussion, how do you organize a general strike? How do you offer financial support? And that's what hopefully this conversation will lead to. Let's hope. Thanks again. Talk to you in a week or so.
0: Okay. See ya, Victor.